I have been pining to play D and D again. Why? Oh my god! Why? <laughs> what? And we're, we're fighting a tree, and I know lumber, and I don't know. Just it, it's two worlds of my life clashing together. So I don't know. There's there's a particular harmony about this fight, in spite of me being grappled. Yeah, well, that's just business as usual for Lustra, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I say suppose. this every time we fight a plant. It's like, eventually, you're going to wind up in its mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck. Three for three, isn't it? Yeah, it, yeah, is, it is. Oh, man. Wait, do we count the flying horror as a plant now? I mean, I kind of count frogs, like swamp creature. I don't but, know. Yeah. 3.2. Yeah, but anyway, I'm mostly just trying to blow smoke and realize that i don't actually know many tree puns if, if i still had my love madness i would willingly fail this one like that's what it feels you like would to me willowingly fellow hey! oh. uh. i like it i like it i like it oh my god <laughs> i'm gonna hold on to the rest throughout the episode okay <laughs> unfortunately i didn't i didn't spend my week looking up tree puns <gasps> i searched once or twice but they're just not popular enough oh that, my god oh no. Did we do that one last week already? Yeah, probably, but that's okay. I think we did them all last week. <laughs> <laughs> and by we, I mean David. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys so, want to fight a tree? Yeah. 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 I've got that side of the table actually going to win the fight. This side of the table, we're here. So I'll yell at the tree, I guess. <laughs> well, it is baned at least. It is baned. Everything's baned, right? I've been getting my ass kicked by giant apples. Like, fucking... Is Tess unconscious? How's Tess looking right now? 17 hit points, baby! That's right. You jealous? Shouldn't be. That's right. Slash is concentrating on Bane. That's going on. Yep. Did Van Richten cast Bless? I don't think so. He may have tried, but I don't... No, so. just tried to heal Tess last week and then failed. Right. And Lustra is grappled, is, is that right? You would be correct. Man, oh man. How's Troubadour holding up? Oh, he's doing awesome. He's doing great. Everything's fine. You guys are going to be fine. Living is his best life. Yeah, I'm just basically inside the maw of a coniferous tree. <laughs> no big deal. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> Oh, uh, boy. Are apple trees coniferous or are they deciduous? Well, it's carnivorous, I suppose. <laughs> Boo. Guys, want to play some D&D? Please, God. Yeah. Please, God. Get us out of Goodness. this. Get us away from lumber. <laughs> <laughs> there you guys were. In the Lumbering apple. around. No! <laughs> Fuck you, David. <laughs> uh, you were fighting a tree. And a bunch of wow. heads, a bunch of flying heads of old adventurers from Van Richten's past. You've done a ton of damage to this tree already. Looking directly at Adam. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> You're welcome. My goodness. Paladins are silly. I think we left it off mid-Van Richten turn, though. Mm. And he was just about to heal... Somebody, I think it was Lustra. Oh yeah, he mm-hmm. he won that right. <laughs> yeah, the the tree puns grant you that right, sir. Mm-hmm. Kept us from getting too bored. Hey. Uh, hey. Hey. Oh. Yay! Trees Colin said one too. Good job, Colin. Yay! Please heal me. 
What kind of spell slot do you want from Van Richten? Man, I don't want to be greedy. Do uh, it. Yeah, he doesn't have very, very many left now that I think about it. I've got a level one, a level two, uh, two level threes, and three level fours. So he's got some some chonky ones. Yeah, but he has four points of stress as well. What you want, Lustra? I think I think I'll go with a level two. Level two. Let's see if he pulls it off. Pulls it off easily. There yeah. you go. Easily. I think that means he's going to have to close the gap, though. So Van Richten closes the gap uh, between himself and Lustra and heals Lustra for a not-too-bad 13 points of healing. Oh, dude, nice. To Lustra Venari. Very good, very good. Hang in there, Lustra. And that's going to bring us to the top of the turn order. Tess heads oh, yeah. flying all around you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A giant tree. What do you want to do? Oh, joke's on you. This is exactly the state I wanted to be in. I wanted to be in surrounded by heads. I don't know. I <laughs> I don't want to be surrounded by heads. Tess is just going to... She's, she's not even going to pay attention to the tree. She just wants to get rid of all of these heads that she just has so much shame in fighting. So, um, she's gonna just go counterclockwise, hit the one furthest away from the rest of the group, and just try to carve through the two that are right next to her. So, 27. Hey, there you go. Yeah, finally. It's definitely a hit. <laughs> 15 magic slashing. Dang, you're going for the one, like, to the north of you to on the, the map? north, yeah. 15 points of magical slashing damage, a huge crack shows up in the skull of this flying head. Alright, well, we'll do it again. You're made of bones. That's what I do. Uh, 17? That's a hit. 17 for... Uh, 11 more magic slashing. Total of 26. Damn. You cleave that head clean in half. The two halves fall to the ground lifelessly. Excellent. She, like, kicks one of them away from her just so in case they can reattach themselves. I don't even know. Um, But she's going to, like, keep that kick going up and then just axe kick the shit out of this one, like, directly to her left, I guess. Four... 24! Guys, I'm doing it! You're rolling well! <laughs> I'm doing... I'm, I'm hitting things. I'm hitting for another eight magic bludgeoning on that fellow. Eight points of bludgeoning. Another crack starts to form in this flying skull. It remains hovering there in the air, though. Fair, fair, fair. I think as far as movement goes, I am going to step a little bit closer so Troubadour, Lustra, and I are sort of in a line and I'm between that uh, that floating head and Van Richten at the very least. So I'm surrounded again. That's okay. End my turn there. That's how Tess likes to roll. Mm-hmm. Right surrounded in the fray. Surrounded by death, yeah. 
that brings it to Lucra Venari. You are grappled by the gnarled lad. You've been kind of hoisted up into the air. You're right there. It's open mouth. What do you want to do? Uh, I would like to think I can try and get away from this thing, but, like, with just sheer strength, but I don't want to risk it. Oh, wait, sorry. Before we go any further, Lucer, you can feel those tree roots around you starting to tighten up, and you're going to take a little bit of bludgeoning damage. Flex your abs, man. Resist it. Copper's a soft metal. (laughs) (laughs) Celeste, <laughs> why did you come for me like that, man? Celeste, <laughs> just yelling. Um, technically, <laughs> you take eleven points of bludgeoning damage Ooh. at the beginning of your turn, Lustra. But what would you like to do? Well, my bow is on the ground, ten feet behind me, since this tree so rudely grabbed me. Um, and I don't like the fact that I take damage at the beginning of my turn. So Lustra struggling is going to, you know, weave some signs and kiss my ass, Ben, and I'm going to Misty step out. No! Oh. <laughs> <What the? laughs> so I'm going to Misty step to my bow. Okay, fair. And uh, after that, I'm going to go and take a stab at the floating head that is between Van Richten and Troubadour. So you disappear from that tree root. You end up about 10 feet away from Slash, back on the back lines, essentially. Mm -hmm. And you're taking a shot. I'm going to take a stab with my rapier at the uh, floating head next to me. Come on. This one's already been hurt. Oh, that was close to a fumble. I rolled a two. (laughs) So you're saying there's a chance. Uh, So I'm going to try again. Come on, come on, stab once and miss. It's like, you son of a bitch floating around. Your second try, that's your thing. Another two? What? This, fuck this die. Holy shit. So I go and take a stab. It bobs. I stab again. It weaves. It's like, uh, yeah, I can't I can't seemingly find my footing right after I teleport. Oh, no. Hess glances over. It's not so easy, is it? No, it isn't. <laughs> it's the worst. The one that was weaving and bobbing is going to take its turn next. It's going to try to gnash at Lustra. Its teeth just shattering in the air right next to you. Let's see if I can not roll a two. Oh, come on, but it's the what popular kids are doing. What popular kids are doing. Uh, I don't think <laughs> that's, that's going to do it. That's going to be an 11 to hit Lustra. That's a miss. That yeah. is a yeah. miss. The other remaining head is going to try to bite Tess. Why you gotta do me like that, man? Oh, don't get so sappy. Oh. <laughs> What's Looster's AC? These things, these things can't hit anything. That's a five to hit Tess. <laughs> but I've oh, still God. got the gnarled lad. I still have the gnarled lad. No one's grappled right now. <laughs> Let's see who's yeah. in range. Yeah, you're gonna change that. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to scoop up that tiny little gnome. Just looks so squeezable. And he even like told it exactly where to aim last time. <laughs> <laughs> Using my flaming sword, like the uh, <laughs> people who land airplanes. Oh my god. 
Oh, that's going to do it. I'm pretty sure it's a 26 to hit. Yeah, Bane's not going to do fuck all on that one. Oh, that's oh, right. I forgot you forgot about Bane. Bane. Yeah. Bane's what, a D4? D4. Uh, yeah, definitely not going to be enough. Troubadour, you become grappled, hoisted up into the air, and pulled towards the mouth, the gnarled lad's mouth. It's going to try to chomp down on you. Stop that. Is that a six or a nine? That's a six. That's not going to be nearly enough. Troubadour's got, what, 20 AC? Yes, sir. Not going to do it. As you, like, wriggle away, or just, you're still grappled, but move those tiny little legs <laughs> quick enough that it just can't get a chomp down on you. It just keeps thinking you're medium, because you have such a big personality. It just fit between its little, like, teeth. It's barking up the wrong tree. No! <laughs> um, no! It is not your turn. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I was like dealing with the bears and your puns there, Justin. Oh, no How bears. does it feel to be on the other side? Oh, man. Well, the good news is I can still try to whack Tess with a branch. You, you could not, though. Is that a 28? Yeah, it sure is. That's a 28 Ow. to hit. Even with Bane, man. Like, Oh, I keep forgetting Bane. Oh, it's like it matters. <laughs> 27 to hit. Oh, well, in that case, just do it. Just, just come at me, man. What do you got? You get slashed across the chest with a spiny branch for 11 points of bludgeoning. Not too bad. Yay! Ha! Joke's on you, I still have six hit points left. Ha! Got him! The gnarled lad is just gonna swing Troubadour around in the air and slash what do you want to do? <laughs> Slash narrows his eyes at the floating heads, and he looks at the gnarled lad. It's time to get to the root of this problem. No! <laughs> and frankly, the answer is in the palm of my hand. And he's going to go ahead um, and... Palm tree. I get <laughs> it. No! <laughs> I don't know if we did that one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a word, wordy bard doing wordy bard things. Um, he's going to move forward five feet. Um, and the one that's currently sandwiched between Tess Van Richten and Troubadour, uh, he's going to give him Slash Special number one, the good old poison spray, Constitution saving throw, DC 15. Con save, huh? Yeah. With Bane. With Bane. With Bane. Let's hope undead apples aren't immune to poison. Comes out to a four. <laughs> hey. Hey, it's a poison apple. So that's... Oh, well, I guess I deserve that. Holy shit! I get 2d12. He takes 2 damage. <gasps> Yay! Uh, that's what happens sometimes. Okay, no, Colin, you're right. These tiny dice are, are effing cursed. Yes! Welcome yes, to the are. 2 Club. Yeah, no kidding. Welcome <laughs> to the 2 Club. Oh, oh my, my lord. Sneak eye. No, they're, they're going back in the case. Screw these guys. That's for the big rolls, man. Yeah, big rolls, tiny dice. Um. Anyways, so... I feel like he would, you know, give that pun, and then instead of, like, the proper cloud that comes out of his hand, um, it's almost just, like, 
It's almost like somebody had, you know, put their hand on the end of the hose oh. to sort of make it, you know, um, uh, fan out, but instead it just sputters. <laughs> so oh, you're just, man. like, dribbling from yeah, your exactly. hand. Exactly, and, and occasionally one hits them in the Ew. face. Well, one of those little, that little sputter, like, goes right inside the eye socket. The head starts to, like, whiz around, circling, and... Just falls to the ground. You're oh, kidding me! Wow. It was enough. It was enough. <laughs> I am so happy. I died to audacity. <laughs> died to audacity. Oh, my oh God. man. Anything else from Slash? Um, no. Slash is gonna just be proud of his puns and realize that he likes to think that it was the puns that killed it, not the poison spray. Um, because the poison spray was very anemic. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, that's gonna be it from Slash. Palm of my hand was just too much for... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tapped right out. Yeah. With poison, it's viscous mockery. Ha-ha! Nailed it. Troubadour, at the start of your turn, you take... Ooh. You take nine points of bludgeoning damage as... The roots of the gnarled lads squeeze around you. What do you do? You're a good hugger! <laughs> I'm only grappled, not restrained? Uh, that's correct. Ooh, yeah. Well, first thing I do is roll a 16 for my concentration check on my hunter's mark. Good call. There we go. So I still got that. Uh, so that means I still have hunter's mark and advantage on this thing. And while I'm so close to it that it's wrapped around me, time to light it up. Well, there's another natural 20. Oh, my God. What the fuck? All right, Troubadour, hemlock and load. Hey. But I want to hold on to my spell slots, so we're not going to go too crazy. Lame! Um, Oh, right, Hunter's Mark. So there's another, another one of those. Okay. 16 magical slashing. Goodness. Oh, that's... That's a lot of ones. And five fire. What? Yeah, that's one, 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 two. What is it with you guys? Yeah. Rolling exclusively ones and twos. So there's tw- oh. 21 total. But let's do it again! 21 total damage? Yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. The gnarled lad catches fire. Let's out this deep and then a massive thud as it crashes to the ground. The grapple releases from around you, Troubadour. Welcome to swing again, but the gnarled lad has been defeated. From grapple to apple, come here, you head. <laughs> uh, that's a 25 to hit. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, that's a lot of juice here. 11 magical slashing, and then 9 fire for 20. So just about the same as your crit. Yeah. (laughs) Man. Oh my god. What's that turn look like? What does it look like? I assume this thing is like, and it's like, it tried to shove me in its mouth, and maybe that's it. I'm too small. And then it's, if it's a critical... Whatever heart and or brain and or courage it has inside of it, um, Troubadour just goes 360 with his sword. Fire starts lighting up. He 
chops the branch, and as this thing's doing its death throes, and Troubadour goes, wee outside of its mouth, he just comes down, plunges the sword into this apple thing, and uses that for a squishy landing. It's like a, a pogo stick. <laughs> yeah. your, your sword in the skull. Is there any blood? It's like a candy apple for me! Oh my god. You got hurled from a burl and you land on the head dead. You know what? I'll give you a golf clap for that one. <laughs> Guys are out of initiative. I think Troubadour oh, is out oh. of initiative. We were also here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Holy shit, Troubadour. The thing my class is based around. Hooray! Killing plants. Yes, because that's what all paladins do. Murder plants. Tess is just like, she'll rub the like giblets of skull off her face after it explodes right beside her. <laughs> She's like, Troubadour, what on earth was that? Like, we were having trouble with those heads. You just took down that entire tree? That's the power of vengeance! And the circle, but in that order. You know what? I... I'm not gonna ask too many questions about that. Because I don't want to get on your bad side. You guys are left standing there after the battle. The mud growing thicker under your feet as... The rain continues to just downpour onto you and the whole Van Richten estate. The wind is howling through the leaves of the other apple trees on the outskirts of the orchard. So what's next? 7.50 is the time I've got written down. Uh, Salash will start to pick up his voice over the pounding rain. We have to continue going to places we haven't been before. Next, I think we take the hard path back to the manor. I think we should find shelter. I am not feeling well right now. She, like, coughs up a little blood. Van Richten will kind of, like, you know, shield his face from the rain with one of his forearms. Do any of you require healing? I think we all do. Slash will pipe up, I don't. <laughs> Any of you want a spell slot from Van Richten before God. we move on? He's got a level one, three fours, and two threes. If we're going to like do some more trekking through uncharted territory, I think I want a level four. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense, yeah. I have six hit points and no key points. Like, I am running low. There, there. There, there. He- he- yes? Hello? Oh, wait, that was the lay. Now we need the hands. Ah! <laughs> have 15 hit points. All right, thank you. 21 hit points. Quick lay on hands from the paladin. Thank you. Nobody gets sick. <laughs> there, there. There, there. Uh, Take another eight hit points. I'm using a level one spell slot for cure wounds. Well, shit, my, my cup runneth over. <laughs> Thank you. I I guess I'm good, sir. Slash looks at you. There, 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 there. No, he's not using healing word. He's just <laughs> saying those words because everybody else was. <laughs> just wanted to be popular, you know? <laughs> Since I still have it for like 58 minutes, I'm going to put my hunter's mark on Slash. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Don't wander off. I almost want to dig around where the gnarled lad was because if the stable was, you know hiding the ledger 
I wonder what could be underneath the gnarled lad here at night. True. Ooh, this is a good idea. Like, where he Mm. uprooted? Yeah, so I kind of want to take my shield and use it as a shovel and start digging underneath to see if there's anything around. How much time are you willing to spend doing that? I'd give it at least 10 minutes, take it to uh, an even 8 o'clock. Yeah, um, yeah, I'll I'll go and take it to 8 o'clock, so 10 minutes. Uh, Go ahead and roll a... uh, uh, Dig check. Investigation. I almost said search. We played some Delta Green last week. <sighs> so fun. I died so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a six. Oof. Ten minutes pass. 8 p.m. shows up and nothing gets found under the gnarled lad. As you're digging, like, the rain is just filling up the hole and mud is like, you know, falling down from the edges of the hole. You're not making much progress. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Slash would like to take a look at the underside of the gnarled lad to see if there was like anything that like bored inside of it to see if that, it, that caused it to be possessed or, or what. So you're looking through the trunk. Yeah. I'm basically looking through the trunk of the gnarled lad. Cause it, like, was this always like something that could be animated, or was something possessing it? Like, yeah, sure. Uh, nature check. Nature. Sure. Okay. Nature is intelligence. Yeah. Yes, it is. Okay. Way to switch up roles, boys. Yeah. yeah no, right. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, that's going to be um, that's going to be fifteen. Yeah, you don't find. Anything, I mean, you do, like, you know, confirm that this was an incredibly old tree. Like, there's a lot of rings, a whole bunch of them, more than you can count in a reasonable amount of time. Nothing, nothing weird, though. Hmm. You know, aside from the fact that it was just alive and trying to kill all of you. but And sprouting yeah. Cursed by heads. Van Richten's past again. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, par for the course. Yeah. Um, would, how many charges of detect magic do we have left? Would it be worth just giving it a quick sweep before we leave? I I'm, think so. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely haven't popped that at all this evening. I've got a full three charges before if, we leave. Uh, we're done. We're done with them oof. now. Wow. David gave me a look. <laughs> that is, that is embarrassing. Let's make like a tree and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> nice. Nice. So oh. you do a quick old doot 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 do do with the... Yep. Magic wand. Unfortunately, we get we'll say you get to eight oh five PM and you find nothing magical aside from the items you have that you already know about. Alright. Slash shakes his head. Just more signs that nighttime outside is awful. Well, I think we should head back to the manor then. Yeah, the only other so manor and then the Graveyard? Yes. Awesome. All right. Because that would be the faster path. You had to go through the milkweed, past the manor, down to the graveyard, rather than just taking the road, yeah? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so through the milkweed we go. Mm. Uh, it's going to take about 15 minutes to cut through there, get to the manor. As you're running through all that dead vegetation, you know, what once was the milkweed, we get to about the halfway point when all of you start to notice the vegetation on the ground start kind of 
moving a little bit. Don't you dare. Hear the sounds of of vines like creaking and groaning along the ground. No. They start sprouting all kinds of little spikes and thorns. Oh no. Lustra. It's not me, I swear. <laughs> like in a giant spike growth. And basically we're gonna enter a little skill check here. God no. Uh, so it's up to you guys to to I leave it to you to see what check you want to use, but what does Lucervenari do to try to avoid this? Ah, uh, cripes. Um I guess I'm trying to do pattern recognition and you know, normally when it comes to flowers and how they petal out, you know, there's usually a pattern that you can kind of indicate from that and I'm wondering if the if the growth is following a similar pattern and seeing if I can kind of intuit where it's going to grow next and not go there for my next steps. Oh, I like it. What kind of check are you trying to wiggle your way into? Survival. I like it. Let's do it. Okay. Nice. And because it's forest, I double my proficiency. Oh, you cheeky bastard. <laughs> nice. Okay. That's going to be... 26. Holy, Holy shit. shit. Oh, damn. You oh, wait, no, 25 because of stress. Oh, well, in that case, you're fucked. <laughs> it's still plenty, plenty good. Mm -hmm. You start pointing out all the little open spots in the vegetation to everyone, start darting through. You get through a good section unharmed. How does Salash try to make his way through this? <sighs> That's a good <laughs> question. Walk on your hands. You only have one that's made of flesh. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, I feel like the way Salash would handle it is um, he would revert to his uh, to his time when he was in Cholt and noticing all the other Yuan-Ti abominations and how they were snake-like, knowing that they could weave and duck and slide between thorns, between trees, between other things. Um trying to channel that, he wants to try his best to uh, hug the same patterns that a snake would. Um, basically, what I'm asking for is a nature check um, or an acrobatics. I like it trying to... Well, which one do you want? Which one do I want? I think I have either one. I think I'd prefer nature here. Okay. Yeah, you're just trying to kind of judge where the vines are going to be next. I like it. Let's okay. do a nature check. Reverting back to his primal nature, as it were. Imagining mm -hmm. them as slithering snakes on the ground. Hiss, hiss. <laughs> uh, that's going to be 13. It is not enough. Maybe kind of remembering your past maybe uh, distracts you, actually, more than anything. You kind of make it to the same point in this milkweed patch that Lustra does, but unfortunately, you take four points of piercing damage along the way. Ouch. It's a good thing I didn't take any damage last fight. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. What does Tess do to try to close the gap with Lustra and Slash now? Well, to nobody's surprise, Tess chooses violence. Um... Uh, seeing all of this happen, seeing Lustra sort of like 
darting like back and forth with very precise footsteps. She looks back to Van Richten's 80-year-old body and Troubadour's stubby little legs. Uh, she'll, look t- she'll look to both of them and just say, Stay behind me, I'll try to carve a path. Troubadour, I'm sure you've got this. <laughs> um, but she is going to just like just take the bone saw and start like trying to like slice her way through the like weakest points of the of the thorny growth that's like as it's growing to try to to try to like slice a path um, to where it can't grow anymore. Love it. What are you going for? I'm going for an attack roll. Oh, straight attack roll. But if that's not available, um, how well? What's your uh, attack roll modifier? Plus ten. What like uh, it's Dex though, right? Yes. Well, let's just do like a Dex check. Okay. Cool. Significantly less Dex <laughs> check or like an acrobatics or yeah, acrobatics. Any? Th- I feel like you're going for swinging though. Fair. Hey, you know what? Just go with the attack roll. It's a high modifier, but it's not that much higher than some of these modifiers people have at the table. Um, Is, like, would it be, can she get a glimpse of, would her, like, slicing a path only be good for her, or would it help uh, Troubadour and Van Richten? Uh... Because if it's every person for themselves, It's, you know, at the end of the day, mechanically... Yeah, it's kind of going to be on them to roll. Cool. Uh, in that case... Unless you get, like, super-duper high. Oh, well, you, you're tempting me there, Justin. Let's go. Let's see what it is. Holy 30. shit! A 30? Natural 20. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have let you roll an attack roll. <laughs> Fucking turn into a blender. <laughs> like the weed whacker known as Tess. Goodness. Turns into a farming combine. <laughs> uh, well, Tess, you make it through most of this unscathed. Troubadour, what would you like to do? You have, we'll say you have advantage on this roll since a 30 just cleared the path in front of you. Oh, well then. Uh, I think Troubadour tries to do nothing. I think Troubadour is caught in his own thoughts. Hey, it's wet. It's rainy, whatever. And he's just walking forward. And as these things try and grab him, he's like, ah, my boots feel heavy. And he's just going to athletics his way through this and brute force. All right. Well, with advantage, one of them's a four, but the other one's also a natural 20 for 27. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's definitely a pass for Troubadour (laughs) as well. Van Richten. What approach should he take? Oh no! Ask if the uh, if the vines require healing. Do any of you require healing? He's going for a medicine check. <laughs> <laughs> Can any of you be used for healing? Ooh! <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he runs along behind all of you, and for whatever reason, like bends down to try to heal these plants. They get him. When it's all said and done for five points of piercing damage to Van Richten, he manages to catch up. We're doing one more quick round as you try to make your way through the nighttime milkweed shortcut. Easy peasy. 
Want to do it in reverse order this time? Sure. Van Richten tries another medicine check. Yeah! <laughs> I mean, are you sure you don't require healing? He barrels forward. <laughs> you guys all get there first, and then he like brings up the rear and then just bolts through all of you. Just, ow, 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 ow. Takes another uh, two points of piercing damage. Get- Troubadour, what do you do? Finally catching on to what goes on, uh, Troubadour looks at the vines and goes, Bitch, I just killed a tree! <laughs> and I'm going to try and intimidate. <laughs> that's fair. Just hold up pieces of the gnarled lad. Uh, that's a 21. <laughs> oh, yeah. The milkweed cowers from Troubadour's words. Gets right out of your way. No, you just say hot stuff and then they cower away. <laughs> Tess, what do you do? Tess sort of like will be feeling a little bit dizzy after just like 360 no scoping the entire section of of vines. Um so she'll still be in a bit of a twirly mood. Um and then she'll like look to the to the sides of the grove of the growth, um, and seeing maybe like vines coming out of the trees trying to like grab at them there. Um but she that sort of reminds her of growing up in the forests and just how learning to walk through there, learning to be a part of that was one of the first things she learned ever. So she is going to um, go back into almost like childhood test mode and start and just jump up and start swinging from branch to branch, like just like doing like flips, almost Tarzan style. George of the jungle. Yeah. Watch out for that tree. And she's going to kick Slash in the head. <laughs> what are you going for here? Acrobatics, if you please. Okay. Uh, 21 as well. Tess makes it to the other side of the milkweed, unharmed Slash. How do you get through the second patch? Yep. So Slash realizing that his his attempt to revert to his more you know animalistic nature didn't quite work. He realizes he probably needs a little bit more of a hand, both figuratively and literally. So basically what he wants to do is using his prosthetic arm more than his, his actual arm. He wants to see if he can carefully, you know, place his hands on these vines in a way that he doesn't, you know, like almost as if he's grabbing a rose and he's putting his fingers between the thorns and trying to push them out away. Basically what I'm asking for is a sleight of hand. Sure. Ooh, fancy. Go. Um, that's much better. That's a 17. That is a path slash gets into the clear zone, safe and sound. Just got Lustra bringing up the rear now. What would you like to do, Lustra? I feel like, you know, with the, with them growing in all the different directions, I'm sure there's probably some kind of indication of what direction they're going to grow based on, you know, senses. Like, can I feel like the weave being manipulated or can I feel like the ground shaking? So can I feel, you know, like things starting, the ground starting to move and shift as it's starting to grow. I'm asking for either arcana or perception. I like it. I'll give you either one. Perception it is. (laughs) And I get to double my proficiency because it's a wisdom check. Yeah. Another two. What? Oh no! Oh so, no! So plus proficiency oh, twice over. So that's going to be two eight, but stress seven. <laughs> Oof! Not going to do it, Lustra. You make it to the other side of this 
milkweed patch, but it costs four points of piercing damage to do so. But you guys get to the other end. Everyone's in the clear. A little bit of cuts and scrapes along the way. But at 8.20, you still manage to make it to the uh, the house proper. You're just kind of all standing outside of it. What is the next move from here? Well, I think the next move, at least for Slash, is to just... I think this is the first time at night we've actually been able to sort of take in the whole scope of what the house looks like at night. Is there anything different about it? Is it suddenly turning into a monster house? Like, like what's going on here? Is it still, is it, does it look decrepit and broken down or is it the same as it was during the day? A little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's, it almost seems more like the environment is causing, the changes like now that it's nighttime like the shadows just dance a little differently on the windows and you know the shutters creak a little bit more when the wind gets to them but there's no you know noticeable physical change there's not like a window that's in a different spot now that it's nighttime or something like that yeah i guess because the house is the dark lord it's it's the thing that the whole powers that be are trying to attack so, if anything, it's one of the ones that would change the least, maybe? It's, Question mark? Yeah, it's suffering like we're suffering. Yeah. Mm. No, like I said, just wanted to get that observation out of the way. Makes sense. Um, what about the piles of leaves and other things that um, uh, that Carl would have been tending to around the yard? Have those returned? And if they've not returned, um, have they sort of almost like animated or have become... Like, again, like the milkweeds, you know, just like rambunctious and crazy and dead. You go kind of check out where Carl had his little leaf pile set up. And unfortunately, the strong winds have scattered around any evidence that may have been there. Hard to tell with that one. I mean, it's there's leaves blowing all over the place. It, you're in the middle of a standing in the middle of a hurricane at this oh, point, fair essentially. Enough. Fair enough. And all his hard work gone to waste. That is the worst thing that has happened to Carl <laughs> yeah. in today. They at even least. <laughs> they even spelled out "I love you, Elise," and now no! just blown to the wind. <laughs> so I guess we're not going into the house, and we're going to head straight to the graveyard. Yeah, I mean. The only thing that I would want to go into the house for would be if we want to hazard a short rest to get, like, Slash's Bardic Inspo's back in my key. Um, but if we're good to just, like, keep, like, soldiering on, then I'm good to keep soldiering on. I think we should keep soldiering on, yeah. all things considered. Can always rest, rest underground if we go to the graveyard, too. This yeah. skipped short rest is for you, Jillian. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Um, yeah, I think at this point it's uh, trekking to the graveyard. Right to the graveyard you go. Keep plowing through this storm. It's going to take a survival check at this point from someone because it is downpouring. You can barely see more than 15, 20 feet in front of you. Don't worry, guys. Right. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> Looster takes the lead. No, 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 no. <laughs> Allow me. <laughs> Watch me get another two. You got this, man. Uh, that's going to be 18. No, 17. 17 is enough that you manage to 
traverse your way through the storm and end up just outside the gates to the cemetery at 8.35. What is the intention here? I know Salash wants to check out the little hut where the coffins were to see if they're still there. I'm not sure about everybody else. Well, considering how everything's been attacking us, I almost want to be a bit more cautious about how we approach it. So, what did you suggest? Move at a stealthy pace? (laughs) A stealthy pace in a hurricane. Hey, it'd be a lot easier to not get spotted, so we'd probably get a bonus. I mean, hey man, like, things have been attacking us left, right, and center. Yeah. Like, how far is is this house from the gate, really? Are we really going to lose that much time? Yeah, it's the difference of, like, 30 seconds to two minutes. Mm, Yeah, it's very close. Nope, fair enough, fair enough. So what I'm hearing then is we want to stealth towards the hut? Yeah, because, like, think about all the zombies that are down there, and if they respawn every, you know, every night, we don't know when that respawn ticker comes over, like, ticks over. So there could be all of those things, and I'm out of spike growths. Potentially. I mean, uh, as far as we know, um, the Vistani didn't respawn, though. Like, the, the, the wizard. True. Whose name I forgot. Radovan. I'm I'm still saying that we should take ca- we should, you know, have some caution with this. Oh, of course, of course. Yep. Okay, fine, I'll stay out here. <laughs> <laughs> so Lustra is approaching silently. Tess will join him. Yep. Okay. As will mm-hmm. Slash. Troubadour is kind of guarding the gate. I'll hang out with Mr. Van Richten. Sorry, Doctor. Very good. Give me some uh stealth checks from the three of you. It is downpouring, so everyone uh, let's call it plus plus five to your rolls. That's okay. unfair. Makes it sense. Is downpouring. So with the plus five, I'm at twenty six. Nice, nice. Uh, with the plus five, I'm at fifteen. With plus five, I'm at seventeen. I rolled a five. All of you approach the little workshop very, very silently. Troubadour, you almost lose sight of him if it wasn't for your keen senses. I can still smell you. Oh, no. <laughs> Van Richten. we left you back at the gate. <laughs> <laughs> Van Richten can't see you at all without his glasses. Blood. God damn it! <laughs> you guys open up the door to this little workshop. Nothing jumps out. Nothing immediately attacks. The coffins are still resting against that back wall. Still look as fresh as they were before. Okay. Um, Slash has an epiphany. Oh, is there anything behind the coffins? Like, are they blocking an entrance to something behind, like the wall behind the coffins? You just kind of just check behind, move yeah. one out of the way. Yeah. They're not. No, nah, it's damn just it. the wall of the little workshop hut. Okay. Well, regardless, we've moved something there now, so if it's something that gets reset, we'll we'll have a gauge to know about it. Yes, true. Well, the fact that they look the same at night as they did in the day, I feel like that tells us something. Yeah, but what does it tell us? Like, that whoever's making the changes made the conscious decision to not change these coffins? Fair. What's that tell us? What's that? Hmm. I, well, we know that now. We know that. And I don't, I don't know that, like, looking at them is going to get us any further. One thing that I do want to look for is, I mean, we may want to get everyone back together for this one, but um, maybe 
at least his mother's grave. Like, see what's see what that's all about at night. Because if there's anything traumatic that has happened, mm-hmm. um, chances are it's gonna like evil juju is gonna attack that. Yeah. So, but I don't know where we would start to look there because like she she would be buried there. She would. But how would we find it at night? The other problem as well is that we don't even know. Do we know the last name? Like Beers. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you yeah. do know the last name. Okay. Uh, and it's going to be an investigation at night. If it's here, you're going to be able to find it. It's more a question of how long does it take. Yeah, I'll give her. See if I can't find uh, Elise's uh, grave. Um, That's going to be a 27. You find a gravestone that is in a shambles you managed to do so fairly quickly too we're going to call it 840 right now is when slash finds uh a gravestone it looks like it's been shattered to pieces maybe by a direct lightning strike or something like that uh but you managed to make out the last name beers through the the rubble the p- fallen broken pieces uh but there's no there's no funny business. Nothing attacks you. Slash again, screaming over the rain, I'm sure at this point, is just calling out, do we open it? Do we exhume? I don't know. I don't know. what. What is thinking too hard? Like, what is us thinking too hard and what is making progress? Do we want to see what the catacombs look like now? We know where this gravestone is. Or maybe we're finding stuff and not interacting with it. I don't... This is getting as frustrating as daytime right now. Salasha so look over to Lustra and then quickly glance over at Van Richten to see his response. Van Richten and Troubadour are at like the gate. Oh, right, about, right, right, right. About 50 paces That's away. Right. So, so in which case, Salash makes the executive decision. Lustra, help me dig this up. Lustra grimaces and hauls out a shovel and apologizes and starts digging. Yeah, I mean, there was like the grave house, whatever you want to call it. I'm assuming they have mausoleum, the grave digger shack. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm yeah. sure there's I mean, shovels. There's, there's in there. digger right in the name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure there's a shovel in there, and I'm sure Slash would also grab one. Absolutely. Um, he's he's he sort of you know looks over to Lustra. He can hear him apologize. He's like, "Don't apologize to the dead. Apologize to Elise." And he's just going to. Start digging. How much time are you willing to put into this? It is currently 8.45. Between digging up and actually investigating whatever's down there, like, here's the other problem. We know it's going to be six feet deep. I'm not sure how far you can get in 15 minutes, but get Troubadour. I'll give him some of my blood. <laughs> what else do we? What else do we have on the list for tonight? Lake of Apples, I guess. Because if, we, if we're willing to spend more time on this, like, might be worth spending a little extra. Like, and the other problem as well is, like, we're, we're taking a shot in the dark here. We don't even know if Elise's mom's grave is going to yield anything or if that's even remotely relevant. Like, this is a straight-up shot in the dark. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I mean, the best I'm hoping for is that we open up this casket and we find, like, some kind of piece of jewelry or a note or something that gives us any kind of insight into Elise at this point. But 
it's the only real direction that I have based on what we know about Elise outside of, you know, Carl's unrequited love and, and Joseph's, you know, relationship with her. So do we just take some extra time on this? I think we do. Like, yeah. I'm convinced that when it comes to turning into motes of light, like, it has to do with, you know, I'm pretty sure a resolved issue with a parent is something that's bothering Elise. I think she's reserved because of that, personally. I don't know. The other problem as well becomes, say, we do exhume something, and then we show Elise, and then she's like, you dug up my mom's grave? Because I'm sure Elise knows where her mom's buried. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, how would we just be re-traumatizing? Like, <laughs> well, we can't do anything worse than what we've already done, so I say true. we try yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, something's better than nothing. Let's, uh, let's get to digging then. So... Again, to bring it full circle, how much time are we li- willing to input? I wonder how much how much time do you guys think, like above the table, like how much time would it take to completely exhume a grave? Oh, like God. that would take a while, wouldn't it? Would it, t- it would take a while for one person? Would it take well, a while? Sure. We can hit pause and go find out. Eh? Oh my God, Adam! No, no, bad. I'm just saying, it's not the right option. But oh, I thought you meant like Google it. <laughs> Hell no, no. I mean real life, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> that is an option. That's true. It would be empirically correct. That's all I'm saying. Like to like fully get like assuming it was buried six feet underground. Like that's got to be an hour of digging, right? I know there's multiple people involved but and of we're course also in we a can, hurricane too you're in so. a hurricane some of it's the water's filling up in the hole but you've got athletics checks you could make to to shave some time off but assuming you weren't heroes how long do you think it would take for five people to do that jeez five people to dig up like here's the thing like i know as a kid i did a lot of digging like david can attest we did a yeah, lot of digging we, we dug up rocks and all that other jazz you know all the time mm-hmm. and it took us days to get some of them like but that was also two you know like seven-year-old kids with no digging equipment an hour adam are you googling it yeah you wouldn't let him do it for real so he had to take <laughs> the second option according to uh, this is how to dig a grave by hand. Oh, oh. With your hands? Oh, God. I think a better question is, what is the volume of earth we have to move? And we divide that by the oh, volume boy. of earth okay. that could be moved okay. by a shovel. Okay. All right. How about we go check oh, out the mausoleum and then <laughs> go home? <laughs> that doesn't, if we had like a druid with uh, move earth, this would take six seconds. Yeah, I know. It's true. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm calling it. An hour for the sake of brevity brevity and not taking 30 minutes Googling all this stuff. But if you guys want to shave that down, you can throw me some athletics checks. Let's do it. Troubadour, you're taking point. I'm going to use my stealth check uh, that I rolled while I was bored. Uh, With disadvantage, I rolled 219. So you turn around and say, Troubadour, and I'm like, what's up? (laughs) Right behind (laughs) him. Van Richten's by himself at the gate. He's like, where did he go? <laughs> no, he uh, said he was with me. <laughs> I was holding my shield over him for an umbrella. I'm like, come with me. Let's uh, do this. Let's get some athletics checks right. on the oh, table. Oh, boy. Uh, do we want... Do we? Do you want a hit of the copper dragonborn blood? No. No? Okay. I'm on plants now. 
<laughs> I'm on that on that juice cleanse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need your shit. I roll a natural twenty for a twenty-seven. Mo- so many nat twenties. It's just tr- it. Troubadour plays the game. We are all here as well. <laughs> yep. Um, Slash got a ten, and Looster got a fourteen. Uh, I mean, with Troubadour doing a nat twenty, I don't think it matters what the rest of you get. Honestly, we start digging at eight forty-five. And by nine o'clock, Troubadour hits a pine casket. It's like you've got it completely cleaned off, you've <laughs> dusted it, and you're somehow managing to like bucket and throw out all the rain that's pouring in all at the same time. It's city work, effectively. There's one guy working, four guys standing around <laughs> watching work. Every now and again, one of them gets in your way. <laughs> Could have had this done by 850, guys. Test moves a cone. <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm just, like, sort of limbering up so I don't get sore after the work, and then I'm like, okay, ready to go! Slash is having a That's smoke a break. And <laughs> yeah. puts on a reflective vest. And... <laughs> oh, my lord. You okay. hit pine casket. You open it up? Of course. Inside are the very old, decayed... Bones, the casket itself is is completely rotted, really. Uh, and you find what you assume are the remains of Elise's and Greta's mother, of Joseph's wife. You know, you can do a couple checks and conclude that it's a middle-aged female skeleton. It, like, everything fits the, the description you're looking for. Great. Alrighty. Any anything of note? Any jewelry? Any notes? Anything on the underside of the casket? Maybe she was trying to claw herself out of it. Like investigation. Investigation for Slash. Sure thing. Uh, Twenty five. I mean, obviously, the effects of time have taken its toll on the scene, but no, it looks like it was done very properly there's no scratch marks on the casket there's nothing underneath it uh she was buried with her wedding ring and nothing else so we have succeeded at desecrating a grave excellent oh man just exhuming right now we haven't desecrated it per se fair fair 905 is the sky illuminates, a lightning slams into a nearby tree. Elise should be dead by now. We need to go back to the house. Well, who would have killed her? Well, that's what I mean. This was new information. Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, what else can, what else can we do during the night? Like, we've, we've hit... We found the ledger. We've hit most of the like big points of contention. Carl's house. No, we started there yeah. when night started going crooked. Yeah, you made a pit stop there. I think on yeah, the way we did. To... Yeah, like that's something that we haven't really investigated at all. Actually, is what happens to these people if they get to sleep? Because classically, it seems to me like they've always died. Do they get to sleep and do something different? Well, I mean, in Elise's case, she gets to lay down catatonic after having seen some shit that no one should have to see. That's true. Yeah, after everything she saw this afternoon. That's Elise right. is currently, like, in her bedroom right now, just catatonic. completely catatonic. 
essentially rocking back and forth in bed. Can we, how much vision do we have? Like, can we still see the mausoleum right now? Can we still see outside of the graveyard? Or is it so rainy that like, if we got to the Lake of Apples, we couldn't see across the water or see the water? Oh, that's a great, great point. Uh, yeah, to actually see the the little island in the middle would be quite a struggle. That would take a hell of a perception check from the shoreline. I'd be a I'd be looking for a big number. I mean, the only thing I can think of there is like stuff having to do with Carl or Greta, and we've already resolved that. Yeah. And the other thing as well, like, like I can't remember how we left Elise earlier this day. Like, her, did we leave her catatonic? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. In in the yeah. bed. Yeah. In the bedroom, and then we fought Lamin. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. I know. Right, it seems right. it is starting to seem like there's been so much time, but that you guys just wrapped up day two. Oh my god. Yeah. We have. We took a short rest. We haven't taken our second. Lo- we haven't taken a long rest yet. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's slept right. Slept here once so far. Sorry, it's just like we've been just pounding through so much stuff. It's like the days are blending together. I hear you. Day two was All a, two. <laughs> day two was a whirlwind of knowledge coming at you guys. So I think the the Lake of Apples, I think is is an is a no go. I, I don't think like I mean like what what could we get? Like everything we've resolved there. The only thing we don't really know is where Lysenia is holed up. Or if we have to, or if she will just magically appear to, like, wreck our shit. Radonovich, sorry. Lysenia is lovely in the mists. Mm-hmm. And will the people who we've, like, poofed into light show back up tomorrow morning? Those are the only questions that I really don't know about. And I I don't know where we would go to get answers on anything regarding your lease that we don't have already. I think we need to check the mausoleum and check the shoreline, then long rest. All right. Yeah, like, I feel like this is the last opportunity we're going to have outside, especially if the weather continues to get increasingly inclement. We don't have another opportunity to be outside. I feel like day three is going to be spent almost exclusively in the manor. Let's check the shoreline first, because if we're going back to the house after checking them both, let's go in the mausoleum, and then let's go through that tunnel so we don't have to be in this. Drops, mm. drops, drops. Ouch, ouch. No, this is true. So shoreline, double back to mausoleum. Do yeah. what we got to do. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I think it's about nine fifteen uh, before you guys decide all this. You start making your way to the shoreline of the Lake of Apples. Let's do a survival check to see if you make it in a timely manner in this storm. Troubadour. <laughs> uh, so. But add another three, so eight, 17. Again, that is enough. Looser gets you guys there in as timely of a manner as he possibly can. Maybe takes that hidden route he found last time when you guys took credit to the lake, that paved road behind a bush. <laughs> <laughs> you guys take that route again. And we'll call it. 925 when you get to the shoreline now you want to the intention here is to do a perception check so if you can see the the actual island from here or are you just going out there uh check the boat host to see the state of the shoreline there's nothing attacking us there's no weird branchy things coming at us no crazy carnivorous plants you know 
Well, perception check first, because yeah. we are here. All we have to do is open eyes and look. Mm-hmm. Fair Seems enough. like a good first step. Yeah, perception from somebody. All right, well, I'm, well I don't have... Rooster, baby. Do you require yeah. guidance? <laughs> oh, well, wait, does, he have, does he have guidance? Yeah. Like... Finn Richten? Yeah. Yes. sorry you just left me at the entryway to rig to get rained on i didn't think you needed my help uh i wouldn't mind some guidance uh fine yeah okay cool 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 (laughs) van richten loves helping you guys i hate helping you guys (laughs) (laughs) all right perception 15 it probably takes a little while for you to find the right moment. We'll call it 9.30 when another flash of lightning illuminates the sky just enough that Lustra can get a quick glimpse of the island off in the distance. And it looks uninhabited. I mean, it looks exactly like you assumed it would look. You check the boathouse. The boat is in there. At 9.30, you're pretty confident no funny business going on here. Oh, man. Well, I guess it's back to the mausoleum. To the mausoleum? Down to our little secret underground lair? Or I almost want to think, do we want to check where Greta turned into motes of light and see if anything's different at, at the point of, of that? I'll give you that without any additional time passing by, and no, there's nothing different. Cool. I mean, we took the back road in. That's where she disappeared. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Well, back to the mausoleum then. Secret tunnel. <laughs> Another survival check to see if we can make it to the mausoleum in the storm. Uh, it's going to be 15. Keep getting some pretty good rolls over there. Double that proficiency due to the forest is great. <laughs> At a... What's the last time I said? 9.35. At 9.45, you guys are opening up the mausoleum doors to make your way down in there. A quick uh, either perception, investigation, whatever you guys want to see if anything's changed. Uh, Slash, I'll take a look around with investigation. Um, That is going to be 22. 22 is great. Uh, nothing has changed. I still like making you guys roll, though, even though there's not much to roll for in this situation because it helps. I feel like it it makes you guys confident. When you get a 22 and I say there's nothing, it makes Mm -hmm. you confident that I'm not just being a dick. It also makes me nervous as fuck because if I got a six and you said there's nothing, like... Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't spend the next 15 minutes having a feeling like you missed something. Um, Slash will stop the party, though. Look, we know the house is full of dangers in the night. Do we put up the tiny hut now, or do we continue to the house? I feel like we need to short rest at the house, because I'm afraid we pop the hut here, and then we wake up surrounded by zombies. The house was full of dangers, but we went to them. They never came to us. That's very true. Mm. We can choose what dangers we see. Like the dining room. I wonder if the ceiling's the same. You guys <laughs> should look. Slash just deadpan stares at Troubadour, just like, really? Yeah, just like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't gone down to the root cellar during the night time, and we will be coming out there if we take this take this path so it will be 
one extra box to check. Exciting. In th- I mean, if we are planning on going back to the house and pitching a tent, as it were. Thank you, Adam. Uh, <laughs> wood jokes. Hey! <laughs> oh. oh. Wood. <laughs> Would it... I mean... Would it? <laughs> Stop being so naughty. Oh, God, no! No, the nerve lad was like 45 minutes ago. All right, so Tess is just going to start stomping down into the secret tunnel and be like, I'll meet you guys at the house. Fuck, that was a good one. Just double birds over her shoulders. I'll catch up to her when she runs out of breath. Uh, Yeah, I guess we're stomping through then, yeah. Stomping right through. Is Spike Rose still up? Please tell me it's not. <laughs> it only lasts 10 minutes. You just show up to Tess's, like, shattered corpse halfway down the aisle. You make it through the mausoleum, past all the corners that are meant to house Van Richten and Erasmus and Frederick and Otto Van Richten, all the Van Richtens. You make it. Into the tunnels underground, you make it past that open natural cavern where you had a turkey shoot against some zombies and ghouls. Oh, yeah. Make your way back into the windy, narrow passages that you know will eventually lead you into that cellar, that root cellar underneath the Van Richten estate. You emerge in the root cellar at 10... PM. There's howling as the wind is trying to push its way through those closed cellar doors that lead down here. You can hear the rain pattering against the thin wood of those doors. And we'll see what you do next week. Okay. Alrighty. Clean okay. sweep of the house. Top, mm-hmm. bottom to top, top to bottom. Oh my god. Seriously? 